This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Student Leadership News Podcast, where we look into what's happening in the world of student leadership and also how you yourself the listener can become a better student leader. So we're super excited. Uh, myself, Cameron, is joined by Caleb. How are you going this week, Caleb? Great, great. I'm wearing my favorite polo. It's oh. a Liverpool football team polo. I don't know. Shout out yeah. to anyone who's listened for out? a long time because Liverpool has been a theme for you. Like there was this one. Uh, <laughs> there was this one episode. It must have been that. Episode 20s or something like that. Feels like we've been doing this forever now. But uh, episode 20, where you wore a Liverpool jersey. It was like a video yep. episode. Yep. And the whole theme of the episode was about Liverpool. <laughs> I don't know how we squeezed that one past the show editors, but we got there, uh, <laughs> got which there. is good. I'm just excited because like sport is back, Cam. I don't know if you've been keeping up with sport as it's returned. The AFL's in action. The NRL's in action. The Premier League finally kicked <laughs> off. It's great to have sport back. But hey, we're not here to talk all about sport. No, no. If there's some cool student leaders, leadership sport ideas out there please write in because i'd oh, love to carry on about those for a whole totally. episode uh, but we've got a whole array of ideas to talk about today uh, we've got a top three coming your way and a my favorite idea for the last seven days of student leadership updates as well it's going to be a lot of fun but can we like to start off with a little bit of fun we are we going to start with a game of guess the leader uh, yeah. it's been going back and forth there's been mixed results there's been some really quick <laughs> rounds where it's been like bang I'm in and then there's been other weeks where it's like I, you know we've been playing this for six minutes I still don't think I know who you're talking about well there was that one episode where I said the person and gave you <laughs> gave you the answer you did give it away yeah. that was probably the quickest yeah. that was the quickest just one. a quick uh, quick recap on the rules uh we're playing guest leader. Today, I'm going to be reading out some facts on a famous leader. Cam's going to be trying to guess which leader I am talking about. Your job is to try and beat Cam as the listener. Wherever you're listening, staff meeting, public transport, lunch break, student leadership meeting, maybe you're sitting in McDonald's having a caramel and banana pie. Whatever it is uh, you're doing right now, yeah. if you get the leader before Cam does, yep. you have to yell Cowabunga. Cowabunga! At the top. That's right. So you have to try and beat Cam with Cowabunga, uh, and then we'll see who the winner is. Uh, write in, of course. Tell us if you beat Cam or if Cam beat you. We want to hear how this game's going. But <laughs> I, I, I'm not backing you in on this one, Cam. I've, be, I've stitched you up a little bit here. I don't think you've got a chance of guessing this person. Oh, no. Uh, we haven't we haven't come to a situation yet, Caleb, where neither of us like have we've gone to the end and we don't know. The I feel person. like it's going to happen today. Okay, that's it. That makes I'm me putting, nervous. <laughs> I'm putting you under the pump. This is okay. going to be tricky. Well, here we go. Um, I'll start the suspense music and you start the 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 intro of this person. Okay. The story of this person began when they were born in Sydney in 1849. So we're working out. I know. Australia it, I know. It, I know it. Oh, yeah, no. okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no. I would have been like, cheetah, cheetah. Okay. <laughs> you um, read my notes. You read my notes. No, no yeah, I don't know who it is. That's right. Oh, I put it in the shared notes. Whoops. Um, okay. Uh, this person is described as having a fortunate start to life. As although their family had to support nine children, they possessed a handsome appearance, a talent for cricket, and a generous intellect. Are you talking about that, yourself here, Caleb? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you- I appreciate that. But amongst other things that I don't match in that list, I certainly don't have a talent for cricket. I get bowled out all the time. Oh, okay. First ball in backyard cricket. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the can't get bowled out in first ball rule. Oh, I am. Um, <laughs> I played some cricket the other week and my bowling was so horrible. You know those people who like hold on to the ball until it's basically <laughs> straight down, and that's basically how yeah. I bowled. Anyways, and it bounces um, so back up into your own face. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So we're not talking. We're not talking about me either. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, well, continue away, I guess. <laughs> oh, what you don't know yet? Okay, no, I don't. Um, well, this person, you were my best guess so far, <laughs> and I don't feel like that's correct. So <laughs> I know it wasn't an official guess because you didn't say cowbunga. So so let's keep going here. So okay, we let's get a keep going. This person studied law at the University of Sydney, where they received numerous prizes and awards, and also met Jeannie Ross, whom he married. As a young man, he entered politics, gaining a place in the New South Wales Lower House in 1879, and for the next 20 years juggled a career in politics with the need to earn additional income by working as a lawyer. Oh, jeez. That's tough, hey. That's, that's a that's a tough job. Shout out to any anyone who wants to study law, any students who want to study law or politics. But putting those two things together, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue so far. No clue. Okay. What year was okay. they born? Eighteen eighty. They were born in eighteen forty nine. Keep it going. Eighteen forty nine. Oh wow. Okay. Entered the lower house in New South Wales in eighteen seventy nine. Okay. Okay. Continue on. Okay. This person is described as a person who did not always shine as a speaker, but was dedicated and committed in his work and the goal of federation that he was enthusiastic to achieve. Okay, so there's a there's a key yeah. goal for you. Uh, I'll I'll be honest. I feel like I feel like I know like what the person's job was, but I don't know okay. who they are. <laughs> I'll give you half a point if you want to cowbunger him with a job. Let me read no, a little no, bit no, more you first. Keep going. Okay. It could be said that this person's most significant leadership contribution was the work that he did to guide Australia to becoming a Commonwealth country. Yeah, yeah I know that. I, I, I feel like not, I know the person. Wait for it. Wait, here's the punchline. And not the years that he would later spend as... Do you want to guess what I'm about to say? And I'll give you half a point. Um, spend as Prime Minister? Yes! Half a point! Well done, well half, done. Okay. Half a point. <laughs> All right, I'll read one more section, and okay. if you can't get who it is, then I think we're going to just have to settle with half a point for you. Okay. 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 The first task for this person and his ministers was to organize the first federal elections. Following this, a whole system needed to be created for the new country yeah. to function. I just... But... Oh, I almost said the name. Oh. This person held... Prime Ministerial Office until 1903 when he made the decision to resign and joined the bench of the High Court. It is suggested that the most valuable contribution was, in fact, the many years of effective leadership which this person showed in establishing the Federation of Australia and not actually his Prime Ministerial I, duties. So that came I up just, again. I just don't know who it is. Like, I know... I'm, like. Okay, so shout out to anyone who probably did above grade nine history or whatever. Yeah. They probably know who this person is. I'll give you me, a hint. No clue. I'll give you a hint. One okay. more one more hint. Okay. The first <laughs> Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah. That, 
that's my guess. That was my guess. Like that he was that, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> I just, Busted! I just don't remember his uh, name. This is this is very much a revenge game of guess the leader because I was yeah. so impressed with your ability to guess the prime minister of New Zealand a few weeks ago. I wanted to throw another politician at you and see. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't her. Okay, Caleb, give us the answer. Who is it? Who's this? Kalbunga to anyone at home. This person is Sir Edmund Barton. Oh yeah, I know that name. Good job to anyone. There's there's a round of applause to anyone who got it. But uh, I I know that name. Like yeah, I, yeah I've definitely heard of Sir Edmund Barton before. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Just no clue. How about that? There's well, some fun facts on Sir Edmund Barton for you. Yeah. Interesting. Good on him for uh, starting off Australia into the Confederate that he did. Is that what it was? Is that in, how into we the Commonwealth? Phrase it? Commonwealth nation. I don't know why I call yeah. it Confederate. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyways, well, that's the game. Good job to anyone who beat me. And uh, obviously, um, if you study history, you've probably got a lot better chance than I did. But that's the game. Next week, tune in because, uh, Caleb, I'll be having the leader. And, you know, that was a tough one, so I feel like I'm going to have to bring another tough one back for you. So Yeah, that was mean, so I feel like it's only going to get worse next week. Anyways, we uh, we better jump into a top three, Cam. Here's our top three. Three, two, one. Top three. Top three ways to make decisions with others in mind. Caleb, that's what we're focusing on today. I think this is uh, so important. As a leader, there's something that you and I, we constantly reiterate over and over, and that's basically that leaders are there for the people around them. They're there to lead the people around them. and so That's right. The uh, temptation with leadership is to make it about yourself, right? But we, we, we keep presenting this message that it's actually not about the leader. It's about the people you lead. You need to make exactly. sure that that's who you're thinking about. So, so very much in the theme this week for this top three. Very much. So ways to make decisions with others in mind. When, when, when we are a leader, this, uh, well, there's a few different groups we need to think of. We need to think of like the, the group of leaders that we're leading. Maybe we've got a student leadership council or a student leadership group or something like that. Maybe we're leading that group. So we need to think about those. We need to think about our peers and our grade. We need to think about the rest of the school. Maybe if we're leading multiple grades. Uh, and then, and then we need to think about the wider like school community. And then we need to yes. think about the community. So there's a lot of people that we have to keep in mind when we were making these decisions. But yes. there's some things we can do to make sure that we keep them in mind and that's right the first one caleb the first tip the first uh way to keep uh others in mind when you're making decisions is to involve the whole student body in project decisions now i think this wait what surely you can't do that cam well i'm not saying in every project decision but in definitely in some (laughs) definitely in some yeah, because I think it would maybe be chaotic if uh, if you involved every student in every project decision. But sometimes yeah. uh, it's actually really important that we involve the the like the wider student body to help make project decisions. And a great reason for this is maybe um, people in your grade haven't wanted to actually be involved or haven't gotten involved um, with projects in the past, and so. They're like, oh, well, you know, I never get listened to and so I don't really want to be involved. Like, I think that's a yep. common phrase that you and I have probably heard with, like, training and helping student leaders, yep. right? Is mm. my my leaders don't listen to me, therefore I don't want to go along to their events. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and, and so... I think- 
something yeah, I that think you a can lot do. of student it's leaders listening. yeah I think a lot of student leaders love this idea but practically it's it can be quite hard to execute oh, yeah. right um, so there's some practical things you can do there's online survey services that are completely free this is a fantastic way to be able to gather information from peers in your school about different projects so survey monkey is an example maybe you could conduct a series of interviews so student leaders could go around and maybe meet with five different students from particular grades and talk with them at lunchtime and say hey what is the best thing about our school what is something you wish would improve about our school if you could have one focus for your student leadership team to be looking after for you this year what would it be ask questions like that yeah. okay so you've got you've got survey monkey you could do that but i want to give a shout out to castle main secondary college uh student representative council because they have pulled this off in a really significant way have you have you had a look at their system cam i have not had a look at their system so for me and everyone else tell us tell us how they did it yeah, okay. So they got almost every single student from year 7 to 12 to contribute to what their SRC group was going to focus Whoa. on as their projects for the year. I'll read That's right a lot of off people. of their... Yeah, there's a little web page here on, on the school website that explains how they made it work. So I'll read out just a couple of sentences that explains it, right? So first, we asked students to identify areas of improvement for the school and post them in a suggestion box in the library. Brilliant, right? You can yeah, totally do yep. that. Okay. And then we filtered through more than the 100 suggestions wow. that were put in the box. 100 and we, suggestions. And, isn't that cool? They That's, collected 100 yeah. suggestions. And that okay, just so shows that like, there's so many ideas like in a school. like you know, exactly. So many different people want to get involved with things and have ideas. Yeah. So, yeah, great yeah. way to get ideas. Okay, continue on. So they and, got and I think this is a safe way. Yeah. I think this is a safe way, too, for people to be able to make those suggestions. Totally. Right? anonymously through a suggestion. Okay, so then then they got those 100 suggestions, sorted them into five main categories, and some student leadership groups might stop there, right? But wait for it. They further consulted with the students before taking the final ideas based on the five main categories that they got out of the 100 ideas to a democratic vote at a whole school assembly. Wow. So, Isn't so that awesome? Did- yeah, so I guess everyone who like was able to put an idea in like is then able to hear like some of the best ideas and 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 then vote on what they want yep. the SRC like the student representative council to actually focus on. That's that's pretty exactly. Awesome. So the the student representative council is still take, making you know making very much like leadership decisions on yeah. behalf of their peers because they're gathering the ideas, boiling them down out from hundreds of suggestions down to five main categories, yeah. then into different specific projects that they could complete. And then once they got to that point, they put it back to the students and said, "Okay, which projects do you want us to do?" And there's all sorts of results that we could talk about, but I just want to focus on that process. I think that's a great way to make decisions with others in mind. That is absolutely awesome. Well, uh, that. That's the first way. Involve the whole student body. <laughs> Maybe even you do a whole school assembly like they did, a vote mm-hmm. like that. What's the second way that we can involve others in, uh, you know, making these decisions, keeping them in, I keeping like, them in mind? Yeah, I like this one. We've actually seen this one uh, in some recent news as well. This isn't yeah. an idea that Cam and I just came off the, the top of our heads with. It was asked to be involved in meetings with staff and school decision makers. So good. I think there's often like a gap there, right? It's like there's the student leadership team and they have their student leadership projects. And then there's the principal and the leadership team at a school and they have separate projects. And and to some degree, that, that is how it should be. They're taking care of different things and different levels of importance and priorities and things like that, of course. 
But I think as well, there should be a bit of connectedness there in communication. So I think getting involved with maybe talking with your principal and some of the other leadership team members in your school about what their priorities are for the school year. And maybe there's some schools have what's called a PNF group. Did you have that at your school? Parents and friends uh, group? No, we didn't have anything like that at our school. Okay. Um, so basically that's where like parents get involved. Yeah, cool. Like parents of students get involved and also help to inform some of the priorities um, what, what, like help to inform what some of the priorities of the school should be in terms of what kind of projects that could be done to improve things. And I think if you, if you, if as student leaders, if you engage with both of those conversations, so those other groups, if you like, that are making this like kind of leadership type decisions at your school and you, at least I'm not saying every time try and be in every staff meeting because this is going to be annoying yeah, for yeah. everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, make sure you have a line of communication with, with the other people in your school who are making decisions, whether there be principals, teachers, parents who help with things. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really important. And, and we and like we said, we've seen this in some projects recently. Yeah, and I think it's so good because, uh, well, something I've definitely heard, and I think you've heard this as well, Caleb, is the, the statement, oh, the, the leadership of the school is just, you know, out to get us or they're just against us or they, they don't like any ideas we come up with or they never mm. let us do anything. Like, they're common kind of phrases. But mm. I think, um, you know, well, there's multiple things that you can do, but one of those things is get involved with the, the bigger group. Find out what the, I guess, the direction of the school. I guess, find out what the what the staff like are doing at the school because then maybe as a student leadership group you can actually align with that and help mm. bring the wider school community in on that vision and then help bring that through through your student leadership group like that's a really yeah. cool way that you can um, be a student leader and you can find out some cool things that are happening maybe that you didn't even have an idea about that the, that the staff are thinking maybe they've got some great ideas you've never heard before um, yeah and so there's a really practical way to do that an important way to do that is we talk about we've talked about before a proposal yeah, uh, yeah. The, the concept of putting together like a one page document that explains the who what when why where how of ideas you might have as a student leadership team presenting totally. these particularly to to principals and teachers who are obviously very very busy is a, is a is a helpful way to engage that conversation so think about what kind of meetings might you be able to have with the leadership team and and, and others at your school uh, can could you could you present them with a proposal for some of the projects and get feedback on what they think um, and li- like you said I think there's so much value that can be added to the projects by communicating and getting past that perhaps feeling like they're not on the same team as you well that's number two ask to be involved in meetings with staff and school decision makers number three the third way that we can make decisions with others others in mind is to contribute to local community groups and events when I talked about at the beginning all those different people that we have to think about Caleb you know there was those different groups we've got the students at school we've got the wider community of the school and then we've got the community in general like those the areas that are around school and so something that you can do to keep those people in mind is to actually contribute to local community mm. groups and events and we got a, a school that's actually done this exact thing, um, actually a group yeah. of schools. Caleb, can you tell us a little bit about what they've their, their awesome waste-wise project that they've run? Yeah, absolutely. So in Western Australia, uh, the state government has announced a number of different things, not just in the school space, talking about how important it is to be environmentally friendly in, in the way that you get rid of waste. So schools have gotten on board with that, and they're designing their own waste-wise projects. Student leadership teams That's are working awesome. on waste-wise projects. So they're getting alongside what their wider community wants to prioritize and thinks is important. And by doing that, this is a great story because there's actually been some grants done by the 
the Western Australian government, and 15 schools have received some funding to help them with the projects that they're doing in line with these waste-wise ideas. So these oh, student leadership awesome. groups are working on these fantastic projects that have been inspired by what the state government said should be a priority, so the, what, the wider community. And then as a result, well, all of a sudden, they've got some money to help them yeah. to complete it from the state government. So I think there's a great uh, example there of looking beyond just the school's priorities um, and, and saying, well, what else is important in our yep. community? Um, and, and thinking about how you can design projects around that. And that's a real win for those 15 schools who now have the support to do their projects even better. Exactly right. And, and you could look to, you know, make even a community garden that people can be involved in, maybe even at the front of your school ground. Or maybe you can see how you can be involved in a community garden. Or you could look at charities that are happening in your local community. Or you could, um, I know some schools, they uh, often when it comes to winter months, they, they get together like cans of soup and um, w- at my school, we used to do this thing called Can Can Appeal, where uh, we'd get all the cans together so we could give them to homeless people in our You community. love your cans, don't you? You had a can story last week as well. Yeah, yeah. Cans of food <laughs> is just great. Uh, and, and so there's so many cool things that you can do when you look outside into your local community. And so there's uh, the top three ways to make decisions with others in mind. Spending more time at home at the moment? Download our free ebook called 101 Ways to Be a Leader Whilst in Isolation. It's packed with practical ideas for student leaders. You might be spending more time at home, but there are so many ways that you can make a difference as a student leader. Download the ebook for free right now at studentleadership.news forward slash ebook. favorite idea. Caleb, my favorite idea this week, it's your favorite idea. Uh, What is your favorite idea at the moment? What is a student leadership group doing that's just absolutely blowing your mind? I loved this idea, especially because it was a perfect segue off the back of our top three, particularly number three of our top three, contribute to a local community group. So uh, Redmond High School, shout out team. Uh, The student leadership team at this school has collected feedback from the community, right? So this is a common model in a lot of schools um, from what I've picked up and some feedback I've received from students where uh, the senior group at a school, so the year 12 group, decides on what uh, they should fundraise for. So they'll spend the whole year fundraising for one particular cause, one particular charity or organization. Not all schools do this, but a lot of senior groups do do this um, across Australia, New Zealand, and the world. So Redmond High School um, collected feedback from their local community and was recommended that a local charity called the Pet Evacuation Team, P-E-T, Pet, Pet Evacuation Team, um, should be the focus for their fundraising this year. Now, obviously, this year has been a little different. Um, it's been a little, a little crazy. It's, it's been a little different to, to how most student leaders uh, in, in past years would yeah. have been experiencing the fundraising process, right? They've totally. had to think really differently. So there'd be a temptation perhaps to say, oh, no, well, this year we may not be able to raise as much money. It's going to be quite difficult, all of these kinds of things. And, you know, over the last few weeks, Cam, we've been discussing all sorts of cool ideas from schools uh, all around the world, thinking, thinking creatively about how they can still do amazing yeah. things in their school community, um, despite doing school from home or whatever it might look like for you. And the reason I chose this favorite idea this week is because these guys have chosen this pet evacuation team 
And obviously they've come up against the barrier of schooling from home and they've still raised more than, get this, $7,500 for the pet evacuation team. Wow. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's a, that's a large sum of money. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great amount of money. And the, and the organization, um, owner, the pet evacuation team boss, if you like, has like posted a video saying thank you and has even said, like, I'm so amazed by these students because obviously this year would have been quite difficult to do fundraising yeah. while, while they don't get to see everyone face to face. But the group of student leaders has been like, nah, we're not going to use that as an excuse. And they've still gone out and done a great job of fundraising. So two parts of this idea I like. I love that they collected feedback from their community. Yeah, in terms great. of what they were going to focus on it ties yeah. beautifully in um, with making decisions with others in mind but also I love the determination they've had to think creatively using online means um, obviously while schooling from home to still be able to have a very successful fundraiser warms your heart to think that there's still student leaders out there killing it like this so let this be an inspiration to you that whatever, whatever your goals are for this year they're still there for the grabbing that is absolutely awesome and uh, an inspirational way to finish the podcast that, uh, you know, as student leaders this year has been a little different, but it's a great way that you can rise up and still look for ways to make a difference in your community, in, in the group of uh, students at your school. There's so many different people that you can look out for as student leaders. And so we encourage you, keep at the good work, keep doing great things. And if you are doing some cool things around your school, well, don't be afraid to boast about it and let us know. We always love to see and hear what schools are doing across Australia, New Zealand, anywhere around the world. We love to hear what student leaders are doing and the ways that they're making a difference for the students at their school. But to find out anything else, to find out some more ideas, maybe you're stuck at the moment, you can listen to previous episodes of the podcast where we've discussed some things that you can do while stuck at home or stuck in isolation. There is that free resource that you can also grab, but that's all available on our website. So if you head to studentleadership.news, then you can find a whole bunch of stories and a whole bunch of great ways that you can make a difference to the students in your school. But for now... Cam and Caleb out for another week of the Student Leadership News Podcast and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Listener.